top five AI stocks. These are the top artificial intelligence stocks that you need to know about. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is your place for all things stocks and crypto. From beginner tips to expert picks, use this as fuel for your investing journey. Because when you're in the know, your money will grow. This episode of the Beam Pod is sponsored by KyberSwap. KyberSwap is a DEX and DEX aggregator, which is built to facilitate all your DeFi needs in one single platform. Fast, cheap, and safe. User experience is KyberSwap's sole focus to make everyone's life better in DeFi. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is Shane, aka the Jolly Green Investor. And this is Josh, the Nifty Investor. Today, we're going to be discussing the top five AI stocks. There's a lot of different companies you can look at in the artificial intelligence space. It's important to find the right ones because what you're going to notice, and we've, we've seen this a little bit in crypto, is projects are now kind of changing their narrative a bit to say, oh no, look, we're, we're an AI company as well. So we looked under the hood of a few different companies out there because AI is such a hot narrative right now, you know, in terms of what Microsoft is doing with OpenAI, you know, what Tesla is doing and a few other names in the space. So I think it's really important to, to dive into some top quality AI projects. Yeah. And in this episode, we're going to talk about not only like large cap mega tech companies that are leading industries already. We're going to talk about some mid caps and we also have some small cap gems, right? So we're going to cover from the top to the bottom, all the AI stocks that you need. So make sure to watch the end of this episode. So AI has actually been around for a little while. I did a little bit of digging into the history. Um, 1969. Wow. The first chat bot named Eliza was developed by MIT. Crazy. Really cool, right? So they're like, you wouldn't think that artificial intelligence was, like, you, this sounds like such a new thing, but. It's been in development for a really long time to getting to the point where we are now with ChatGPT. 1973, they had a rule-based expert system called Mycin for the medical field and detecting blood infections. Cool. Um, then there's a few other things that occurred. And then you had 2011, uh, IBM Watson beat two experts in Jeopardy. So that was actually live on, right. on TV, right? And th that was that one guy who won like, he set the record. I can't remember his name. Ken Jennings. Yeah, he won like 100 or whatever. So it beat him. Wow. Right? Crazy. Which is interesting. Um, and now we have ChatGPT that just passed the U.S. medical licensing exam. Wild. So, and when you see the evolution of how, how far it's coming, now is the time to really be digging into artificial intelligence stocks. The stock market has been doing well as of late. Um, but if we do see any maybe potential dip in the stock market, these might be some names you want, want to look at. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, AI... AI is projected to become a $1.5 trillion market globally by 2030. It's only seven years away. Mm -hmm. And honestly, at the pace it's at, that could be even more by then because this that projection was probably made last year before things have really started kicking off. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, crypto and blockchain seem like a natural fit, but if you're looking at you know some established companies, companies that are really already building a lot of this stuff, you know, crypto companies are kind of new, but it's it's important to look at both sides of the, of the coin. And that's why we do this on the show. We talk about crypto and stocks. You're starting to see these consumer apps coming out. You've seen ChatGPT come out. Now we've seen Google is going to be launching their competitor, Sparrow. And we always talk about how narratives drive investing hype trends. So what we're going to continue to look out for in 2023 here is more AI-based headlines. And every time an AI-based headline comes out, you're going to see stocks, crypto, all kinds of companies get this massive inflow of investment funds because people don't want to miss out on the next big thing in AI, right? Yeah. And it seems as though when there are these massive announcements made, 
uh, it's the tide that rises all boats, right? Google actually came out saying that the new chatbot that what Microsoft is, is start, started doing with uh, OpenAI is code red for Google search business. Yeah. So they're, they're, they're a bit afraid, if you will, you know? Um, so yeah, let's see, uh, let's see what happens here. Yeah, so let's let's talk about maybe a couple of the uh, the large caps, yeah. the ones that people like. There's certain names that come to mind when you talk about AI. So like Tesla, for example, right? Tesla, we know Elon Musk is all about AI. He's building Tesla robots. There's Neuralink, the the you know the chip that goes in your brain that helps you think AI, all kinds of stuff. You know, Tesla has to be known as an AI powerhouse, right? I think it really does. Like I think so many people get caught up in the fact that it's just a car company, when in fact it's so much more than that. Like even the cars and how where they drive is all being tracked and being fed back into a system um, for further information to be utilized, um, you know, with his power grids and the information being obtained to further enhance, you know, energy systems. And the fact that he's got these robots coming out soon that are going to replace all the mundane tasks that people don't want to do right now. Yeah, and, you know, if you look at the Tesla stock, it's been absolutely beaten down ever since Elon Musk closed on the acquisition of Twitter. So there were some good entry points there, like basically last week or very recently. Um, but yeah, I think, I, as you said, people lose sight of the grand vision of Tesla. And there's so, and so many things that they have going on and you cannot discount Elon Musk. Elon Musk was a co-founder of OpenAI. Mm. He helped in part build ChatGPT. And now he runs Tesla. And like, so yeah, if you're looking at AI large caps, I think you can start with Tesla. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you could also look at Google as well. You know, obviously they've been, the amount of data they've been uh, accumulating over the years with everybody using um, Google search mm. and what you mentioned that they have coming out uh, in addition to something else called uh, Google Palm, which is three times more powerful and has three times the amount of data sets than chat GPT. Um, so Google Palm could be really interesting when that, eventually gets rolled out short term here. Yep. It's a pathways language model. Right. Um, so another super large tech company you might want to look at as well. Yeah. So Google acquired a company called DeepMind in 2014 for around 600 million. So Microsoft, which is another one we will talk about, is they kind of already have a stake in open AI. Google outright bought DeepMind. So DeepMind is now Google's company and DeepMind is the company that's building their Palm, Sparrow, ChatGPT competitor, all their AI stuff. They have a separate branch of Google called DeepMind, which has made them an AI powerhouse. So I think, you know, again, when you look at Google, people think search and people think YouTube and that's great. And those are two great standalone businesses, but you can't discount another one of these mega tech large cap companies like Google becoming one of the authorities in AI. So if you're, if you're watching this episode and you're starting to build an AI stock watch list, put Tesla on there, put Google on there as well. All right, then I guess we might as well jump right into uh, Microsoft as well. Yeah. Because they're the ones who are now working with OpenAI and ChatGPT. Uh, were they using it for Bing, I think it was? Their, their, their search engine. Yep. Um, so now they're really starting to pour a lot of money into this uh, platform to make it a lot better. Mm. And so Microsoft, they have uh, a wide range of different products, right? So they have Microsoft Azure, it's a cloud platform. Uh, they offer a number of different AI-powered services, such as Azure Cognitive Services, which provide pre-built APIs for natural language processing, computer vision, speech recognition, all the things you're going to start seeing on the internet, which is going to, now we're not going to be able to tell real from fake. So look at like deep fake technology, uh, as well as the Azure Machine Learning Service, which allows developers to build, deploy, and manage machine learning models on the cloud. 
So it's uh, a platform that's going to allow AI developers from all over the world to kind of uh, congregate and build out things even further. And you have to understand, like, Microsoft owns a lot. Like, they own Xbox. Yep. They own LinkedIn. How are they going to start incorporating this into the LinkedIn market and job searches or into gaming, the metaverse, et cetera? So I think with what they're doing with OpenAI, you have to watch Microsoft. Yeah, I mean, you really have to applaud what Microsoft did when they invested in OpenAI years ago. You know, now everyone's talking about OpenAI. Now everyone's talking about ChatGPT. But Microsoft and the executive team there had the foresight to invest in OpenAI years before now AI is, now it's making headlines, right? So that was an absolute, nailed that one for Microsoft. So they are now synonymous with ChatGPT and OpenAI. And this is the one company that's making waves. So if you're making that watch list for stocks, Microsoft, they already own a stake in OpenAI. They might buy it outright. You never know. We've seen headlines and rumors floating around. ChatGPT is now the biggest thing in AI for now. Um, so yeah, Microsoft has a head start on everyone now in the AI industry. So yeah, keep an eye on Microsoft. Yeah. Um, what do you got? So we've now ta talked about, you know, Tesla, who's building these robots and mm -hmm. chips, and then Google, who's got the cloud and their ChatGPT competitor. We've talked about the software, the companies that are building the AI apps and the software that you're going to use on your daily life. But one important aspect of the AI industry that I wanted to highlight was who's powering all this from mm -hmm. the back end. So it's the semiconductors, right? And when you look at AI and computing power, you want the best highest quality, fastest processing microchips. And for me, that's NVIDIA. So we've talked about NVIDIA on this on our tech stock episodes before. It's you know probably known as the highest quality semiconductor company in the world. And even apart from AI, I think semiconductors is kind of a hot, uh, gonna be a hot space because of the potential conflict, China and Taiwan. That's right. We've discussed that on our China-Taiwan potential wartime stocks episode. You know, it's, it's a mega cap company, but they have a separate arm of... NVIDIA that is heavily involved in the field of AI by developing and marketing GPUs and semiconductors specifically for deep learning and AI workload. Like, it, you know, it's not the same semiconductor that's powering my laptop right now. This is for powering AI. And NVIDIA has seen the future and is producing all these chips. And I think as we see the demand for AI grow exponentially, the demand for NVIDIA's chips in turn will grow. And so for me, it has to be on your AI watch list. Absolutely. And especially with NVIDIA's um, GPU processing units and the way that that'll be utilized in the gaming sector, et cetera. I think there's a lot to be said there. And I think that um, the in-housing of the manufacturing of these processing units and moving away from China is going to be a, a leading driver as well. Absolutely. All right. So those are the large caps you need to talk about. Why don't we start with, uh, what do you have for like a mid cap AI stock? I actually have two mid caps. Okay. I, I kind of had a, a trickier time choosing between these two. Uh, but if I, the reason I brought up the, at the very beginning, the history of AI. So you'll notice that in 1969, it was the first chat bot. Yeah. So we've seen that with uh, like a Google search engine. So, like chat GPT. This is the, one of the first things that we're seeing, the text aspect. So I looked at the um, China one. It's a uh, Baidu. Okay, yep. B-I-D-U. Uh, it's got a $45 billion market cap, had the lowest uh, price to earnings ratio. So it's got the, the chance to really ca capture some market share from the rest of, or from a, at least from a stock price. Yep. Um, this is known as China's Google, for the search engine. It's the largest tech company in China. They invest heavily in AI, so they're developing something uh, named Apollo. So they're undertaking expansion of autonomous uh, self-driving vehicles all across China. 
you have the fact that they are a, a Google search engine for China, which is, you know, a billion plus people, you know, over in America, we have Google that's being used by the 300 million. Yeah. Uh, and the fact that they have these self-driving vehicles, I think that's really cool. And Baidu is the fact that, the fact that a majority of the population is now beginning to reopen again because mm. they're under lockdowns for COVID for so long. I think the reopening of the Asian market of China, I think we could see a lot of uh, tailwind here. So Baidu is kind of like, it's a combination of what Google is doing in AI and what Tesla is doing in AI, right? Yeah. Search, self-driving cars and, you know, huge market. Yeah. I think China, that's a great play. With a relatively low market. I mean, at 45 billion, when you were looking at Microsoft, Google. Yeah. Ten, in the hundreds of billions. Trillions. Yeah. Like a trillion each, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. All right, I like that. So for my uh, mid-cap AI stock, I have a name which you might sound familiar if you've been following us for a couple of years. It's Palantir. Mm. We haven't talked about Palantir in a while, I right? Mean, that's one of our OGs. One of our OGs, yes. So it only has a $15 billion market cap now. Pretty low, like most tech stocks. So it's a software company. They do data analytics, like big data. I'm yeah. talking they're partnered with governments, the largest corporations. They're, you know, they're working with the Air Force, Army, these kind of, these kind of um, companies. Kind of like you know a very secretive company what are they doing? You know, big data, all that kind of stuff. But here's what really perked my interest. They ranked number one in worldwide artificial intelligence software study for market share and revenue for last year. Well, 2021, because it's kind of a lagging study. Um, And that's really interesting because think about how many different companies are operating in the artificial intelligence space. And Palantir ranked number one. So, you know, we already like what they're doing. We like their partners. And you can imagine if you're seeing the consumer side of AI start to grow with ChatGPT, all this kind of self-driving cars. What are governments and big other big corporations going to want to do with AI? You know they have plans and you know they're going to want to take all that insane data and start to build these AI program, all these kind of recognition things. Palantir being ranked number one in this, sur- in this study, I think they're in the catbird seat to bring AI to governments and large organizations. Palantir has always been one of those companies that are really like almost secretive in a way. Like mm-hmm. there was all that hype. They're kind of wrapped up in the meme stocks and stuff when they're all pumping. And yeah, it's an interesting play. I think Kathy Wood is also pretty big into that one as well. Yeah. And she's very forward thinking, you know? Sometimes too forward thinking. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Uh, if you go on Palantir's website, they have a whole AI and machine learning section of their website. Mm. So like they have AI and machine learning models that go on top of their data foundation models. Um, it just seems like one of the most advanced data plus AI companies in the world and currently sitting at a $15 billion market cap. AI stocks, put Palantir in your watch list. It's important to know like the, you know, we discuss crypto a lot on this uh, podcast and what a large cap is and a mid cap and a small cap in, in crypto versus when we're talking about tech stocks and AI, you're going to see a bit of a variance. So like a large cap in this could be 1 trillion yep. or 900 billion. A mid cap could be anywhere from, you know, 20, 40 billion to 100 billion. And then a small cap could be anything from like 10 million all the way up to even you a, know, billion, a couple yeah. billion, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's important just to remember that when you guys are thinking and l- listening to these stocks. For sure. Um, so sticking with the evolution of how AI went, where it went from the chatbot. And then the next one was the 1973 rule-based expert system, Mycin, for the medical field. The other mid-cap I wanted to quickly discuss um, was Intuitive Surgical. It's ISRG, 90 billion market cap. The reason I wanted to highlight this one is because we have an aging population and a workforce that is leaving the healthcare industry. Right. 
Um, this one already has FDA approval. It was received 22 years ago. Uh, so basically what these guys do, they, they design, manufacture, and market surgical robotic systems and instruments. Uh, they got this flagship product called DaVinci Surgical System. So it uses robotics and technology to make really like non-invasive surgeries. Um, so I could see like this robotic technology being utilized in the healthcare system a lot yeah. moving forward. I, I agree 100%. Like the potential applications for AI and robots and all this kind of stuff when you really think about it, it's limitless. So, you know, just, just another massive industry that you brought up that maybe people weren't thinking about. But what you're going to see is companies become specialized and be like, yeah, AI for healthcare robots or AI for X, Y, Z. And there's so many applications. So, yeah, I think that's a great pick. Mm. So if I want to jump into the small cap, then I'll jump into, just because I want to mention the two mid caps there briefly, yep. would be Appfolio. Okay. So this one has a $4 billion market cap, trades on the ticker APPF. They have something known as Lisa. So it's a technology company that provides cloud-based software solutions for property management and legal industries. This is where, um, you know, some of the crypto products we've talked about and the first use cases we're going to see for um, OpenAI, ChatGPT, et cetera, is the fact that it's like, I think I can see it removing maybe like low key sort of like legal assistance and stuff okay, like that. Yeah. Like, like vial. It, it's like a vial, right? Yeah. So it's like that person is important, but they're not necessary. Mm. So what this is, is it's a technology to help customers automate for the rental business. Okay. The rental business increased from 2,300 billion in 2022 to 2,500 billion in 2023. I think homes will continue to appreciate the rental market is going nowhere. I think even more people continue to rent. It was an interesting stat. Uh, in fact, 5% of all rental inquiries end with the filing of an application. There's a lot of wasted time, a lot right. of wasted energy. This automates the entire process. So for example, the Appfolio property manager uses AI-powered chatbots because this is like the chatbot we talked about, Vio, but yep. this is an actual company. Um, on the stock market, yeah, yeah, <laughs> uses AI chatbots to assist property managers with tenant inquiries, as well as machine learning algorithms to help landlords predict predict which of their properties are likely to become vacant and when. Right. So it's figuring stuff out ahead of time for the landlords, but also making it easier for the people who are applying okay. in a rental industry that I think is only going to continue to grow. Yeah. No, I like it. Interesting pick. What was the market cap on that one again? Four bill. Four bill. Yeah. So pretty good. Yeah. All right, so for my small cap AI stock, um, it's interesting, you know, we've, we've talked about companies that, for the most part, they've got a, lar a lot of stuff going on, you know, Google, Tesla, Microsoft, even Palantir, like they have a lot of stuff going on. AI is just one part, small part of their business. It will probably grow as AI grows, but you're talking about, these aren't pure, like AI pure plays. So what I found for my small cap is one of maybe the only pure play AI stocks mm. And it actually has the ticker AI. Yeah. So like, you know, when AI pumps, obviously AI is going to pump because people are just going to blindly buy this AI yeah, stock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. That's saw my whole pitch. Yeah, I saw it. The ticker is AI. I, saw, I don't know what it does. I was, I, was no. looking, I was looking up low cap AIs and it's like, oh, there's a project called, there's it's a company called, called AI. AI. Yeah. So it only has a $1 billion market cap and it's obviously, you know, it's coming back now. It's starting to go on a bit of a run. It's called C3 AI. And what they do is they have a whole bunch of enterprise AI applications built for all kinds of different companies. And, you know, we love looking at partners. We love looking at companies that are working with big companies. They're partnered with Shell, the massive oil and gas company, the U.S. Air Force, and the Army. 
Raytheon, who is a, like a large weapons yeah. and defense company, Cargill, who is a massive food manufacturing producing company, and Philips, just huge tech companies. So you look, they're already producing AI apps for businesses, and they're doing it with some of the largest and most well-known names in the world. So, you know, manufacturing, financial services, government, oil and gas, chemicals, food, defense, intelligence, everything. So without, you know, getting too technical on what they do, they make AI apps for businesses. So a lot of what we've talked about today is consumer-facing stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, but when you have a company that's, look, we're taking this hot trend AI and making it for businesses. They already have over 40 turnkey enterprise-grade AI apps, which means the enterprise buys the product or integrates it into their software, and boom. They see the benefits of AI right away, all from this company, C3 AI. And I feel like at a billion, a billion dollar market cap could have some potential run here as AI kind of probably will take a, a full year run here. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I like these lower cap ones a lot mm. um, because we can see the application and the fact of how, the, how they're actually growing. And imagine like if they get to 100 billion and because the entire AI market is expected to grow to trillions, yep. there's a lot of room for a lot of these AI companies to succeed. It sounds like C3 AI does similar to what Palantir does, but at a much smaller market cap. So the website says it allows customers to work with large sets of data and create AI-powered predictive models, which can be used to optimize operations, automate decision-making, and improve overall business performance. So that there is very self-explanatory. They're using AI to make your business better. Yeah, perfect. So yeah, I think that's a great uh, overview. If you're putting together an AI stock watch list, we went through some large caps, some mid caps, obviously some small cap gems, as we always do on the show. If you have any other AI companies, stocks, anyone you think involved in AI that we need to look at, let us know in the comments. We'll have a look and we might even do a follow-up to this episode. Yeah, I think we'll definitely be following up because, you know, AI is going to continue to be a really hot sector. Yep. Um, especially as 20, 2023 unfolds, 2024. Um, you know, I was listening to a Neil deGrasse Tyson um, book the other day, Starry Messenger, super interesting. Mm -hmm. And just how fast technology improves. Like it, it does like a, two X's every year or something like that. Right. Like, compounding. Yeah, yeah. The compounding. So it's just an exponential curve. So yeah. we're going to continue to see a lot of, uh, theory. Yeah, it is. Theory. So definitely keep an eye on these stocks and then tune to the next episode. Cause that one is going to be a banger. All views expressed by speakers on the Beanpod are solely their opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed on the Beanpod as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a specific strategy, but only as an expression of their opinion. This podcast is for informational purposes only.